This is Perspectives, the show where an examination of our many differences often shows us how much we have in common. I'm Condis Presley. Now, I know we're having a little bit of nice weather that's forecast for the coming days, even some really warm temperatures, but how many of you listening need a vacation, especially from all the noise that we've been exposed to in days of late? Well, our good friend, Beverly Nicholson Doty from the U.S. Virgin Islands Department of Tourism has come back to see us again to give us some ideas of how we might be able to de-stress and get away and all we need is a driver's license and a bathing suit. Is that right, Beverly? That's correct. Welcome back. It's good to see you. I know you came in from from Minneapolis, so uh, welcome to a little bit of warm weather here in Atlanta. But uh, how long since you've been home? Thank you. Um, I will be back in St. Thomas on uh, Sunday morning, and I'll be in St. Croix uh, early next week. So I'm looking forward to being home because while the weather is warmed up a little here from Minneapolis, it's still not the Virgin Islands. Exactly. (laughs) So what's new this season in the U.S. Virgin Islands? Well, we have such exciting things coming up. Uh, Just around the corner, the end of April, is the St. Thomas Carnival. Now, you know we have three carnivals, festivals, and celebrations in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Uh, The St. Thomas Carnival is in April. It is a culmination of our food, our music, our arts, our crafts, uh, people dancing in the street. It's just an incredible time uh, to be in the U.S. Virgin Islands. So, you know, anyone that's interested at all in a getaway, a getaway that's fun, enjoyable, you know, a time for you to, you know, just let down your hair, you know, just visit our our website at USVI, uh, visit USVI.com and go to the promotions page because there's special offers and uh, Delta has nonstop uh, uh, flights both to St. Croix and to St. Thomas. You anticipated my next question. How (laughs) easy is it for us to get to the U.S. Virgin Islands? And I guess now you can choose an island. That's correct. And you can be on the beach or in one of our fabulous restaurants, enjoying one of our sites, our attractions uh, in the afternoon uh, after leaving here in the morning. Tell me about the spa experiences that are available at some of the more popular resorts. Well, you know, the spa experience is incredible. Uh, it's, a, you know, it's this mix of the traditional spa experience, but also uh, because you're in the island, there are now lots of products that are uh, organic and that are um, from um Fruits and vegetables and oils and bushes from the, the so territory. Many native treatments. That's correct. And so, you know, it's not only uh, being able to relax and rejuvenate, and nothing does that like, you know, a fantastic seat on the beach. And then you go into one of your incredible spa uh, treatments where you're using island products and you're being able to absorb them. And uh, it's there's an abundance of spas and treatments and uh, just a way to connect with nature in the islands. So while the ladies are off getting 
treated at the spa. Tell me about some of the activities for our guys. Well, you know, some of the guys enjoy just sitting on that beach and uh, having a, a rum cocktail, a good cruising rum cocktail. But if, you know, they want a little bit more adventure, certainly. Diving is huge on St. Croix. Sport fishing is and sailing on St. Thomas and golf on Boat Island. St. Croix having uh, two 18-hole golf courses. St. Thomas, of course, has one. But golf, sport fishing, diving, uh, kayaking, there are lots of things for guys to do. And, you know, some of the guys even enjoy uh, getting a hook bracelet or a really nice uh, Rolex watch or something uh in between as well. You know, I get more compliments. I knew you were coming today, so I wore my Tanzanite <laughs> ring that I got the last time I was on St. Thomas. And shopping is a great experience, as you just said, not only for the men, but also for the women. And there are many affordable bargains, correct? Definitely. And, you know, I want to encourage people. You know, St. Thomas is known for its shopping, and it has great, incredible, uh, like your ring, uh, jewelry offerings. But we'd also like to encourage people to, you know, check out check out the off the beaten track uh, type shopping. Um, you know, your cruising hook bracelet or the new VI bracelets or uh, Cardo has an incredible watch that has all three islands very nicely handcrafted. Uh, St. John has some uh, particularly nice where you can uh, actually see uh, the jewelry makers making uh, the jewelry. You can order it uh, to special order uh, based on what you see in their showcase and like, and they can change it up for you. So it's it's the traditional shopping mecca of the uh, Caribbean, but you also have some incredible specialty opportunities. Tell me about how I'd go about finding one of these off-the-beaten-path shopping experiences? Are there folks who are going to tell me, well, you go over there, and, of course, I don't have to worry about my safety or anything, do I? Not, not at all. And one of the things that the Department of Tourism has done, and we've really expanded the this program, is we have greeters all over our towns. And these individuals are just knowledgeable about, about our history, our culture, our shopping, places to eat, and they have on bright blue shirts with buttons that say ask me and so if you want to know anything while you're uh, in our towns on our beaches just you know one of these uh, greeters will be happy to help you and um, they're also a wealth of knowledge in terms of our historical towns you know people think of St. Thomas only as shopping one street over I mean places of worship that uh, range from 100 years to 400 years. The second oldest synagogue in the Western Hemisphere on St. Thomas, uh, the Moravian Church, who was instrumental in educating the slaves in the, the Virgin Islands on all three islands has incredible facilities. So, you know, people that are interested in, in the beach, but also people that are interested in history and culture uh, would have an incredible vacation uh, opportunity in the Virgin Virgin Islands because it's just that little bit tidbit that you don't expect. I continue to be surprised, Beverly, by the number of people I might run into who still continue to confuse 
the U.S. Virgin Islands with the British Virgin Islands. Separate them for us. Well, well you know, we, we are neighbors. So uh, the U.S. Virgin Islands are territories of the United States, St. Croix, St. Thomas, St. John. You know, and, and we all have uh, our own, even within uh, my three islands, we have distinctive uh, uh, flavors and uh, a little different lilt in our accents between all three islands. So, you know, there's similarities between every island in the region. Um, incredible beaches, incredible uh, vistas. But I'm going to tell you that each one has its own specialty. And we think in the Virgin Islands, in the U.S. Virgin Islands, that we have something special to offer. And especially if you're coming from the United States and you are a U.S. citizen, you don't need a passport to come and visit us. You talked a little bit about how shopping is one of the things that St. Thomas is most known for, but also being able to study uh, culture and the people. Tell us a little bit more about what a visitor to St. Croix will find. Well, you know, uh, St. Croix is, in my view, the absolute most authentic of the U.S. Virgin Islands. We've been able to hold on to our culture and our history. It's it's on the surface, you know, so you're going to get that, um, you know, real experience of a fish and fungi, a bola kalaloo, you know, to get the taste and feel. But you're also going to be able to experience uh, like the landmark going out to Wim Museum. And it's and, and especially people from um, the South. You know, I really think it's important that we have the largest depository of information, ancestry information at Wim Museum in the Caribbean. Um, the Danes were really good at maintaining um, documents and we're coming up on our 100th year uh, anniversary of being Americans in 2017. In 1917, we were transferred from the Kingdom of Denmark to the United States. And WIM has been um, so instrumental in keeping those documents, not just for the Virgin Islands, because the Virgin Islands was a transshipment area in the slave trade. And so for people of color that are, you know, tracing their ancestry throughout the Caribbean and a lot of the South, um, they, they will find uh, tons of information, but also the living history part of uh, being at WIM. You know, there's a demonstration that I always get goosebumps when I, I, I see. It's carousel. It's the lady singing carousel. And carousel is the way that uh, the slaves communicated with each other. But it was also the ways that, you know, we might talk about each other just a little. So, you know, I might be telling you a little story about the fact that I could cook better than you. And, uh, so you'll see those demonstrations. You'll see the demonstrations of the gentleman that takes conch shells and makes incredible jewelry. You'll see a cookhouse where the ladies are making candies and Johnny cakes. You'll see a demonstration of our mokojumbis, which are the spirits that uh, uh, they tower over uh, us and so they're stilt walkers and uh, they their faces are covered so that you don't know who they are but they are the spiritual uh, protectors of, of the island. Uh, so you'll see a demonstration of that. You'll see a demonstration of locally made instruments. Um, you know, so there's it's not just walking into a passive museum. It really is an interactive experience. 
We've talked about St. Thomas. We've taken me to St. Croix. Now let's go back and visit St. John. Some of the highlights and things to experience if I'm vacationing there. Well, you know, St. John is an incredible um, destination. Um, if I may say so myself, it has the most beautiful beaches in the Virgin Islands. I mean, uh, they are just uh undescribable. Um, you know, I'm from the Virgin Islands and every time I end up at, at Trunk Bay or Francis Bay or Cinnamon Bay, um, you know, I'm awed at uh, the, the, beauty. The, the beauty. And so uh, that certainly is a highlight. But, you know, there's a St. John has its own vibe and a, sad, a Friday night or Saturday night in Cruise Bay, that's where the action is happening. Uh, there's music, there's food. Um, you know, someone that wants to immerse themselves into the town experience and uh, get to know uh, the people that live there. Certainly enjoy the beaches. You know, if you are a nature enthusiast, you definitely want to take one of the hikes on St. John through the National Park. Uh, Two-thirds of the island is reserved as a national park. Uh, so, you know, all three islands have so much to offer. And if I may, I just want to tell you about an uh, event that's coming up. We started last year a program on St. Croix called Dine VI. Now I know that every single city has their own restaurant week. And and we certainly have the prefix menus and and that's great, but you know, in the Virgin Islands we just have to do it a little different. And so Dine VI is a culmination of our restaurants engaging with us. We anticipate having more than 50 or 60 restaurants uh, participating on all three islands, but we couldn't just stop there. We had a truck uh, fair in uh, Frederickstead. We had a jump up in Christianstead. We're going to have a taste of two islands on, on St. Thomas, uh, St. John. There will be street food. There will be music. There will be concerts all culminating to celebrate the diversity of the food experience uh, in the Virgin Islands. So it's everything from gourmet. So you can have that, uh, you know, sustainable uh, meal at one of our uh, upscale restaurants, or you can have a pate and a Johnny cake on the street, or you can enjoy a fish and fungi at one of our local restaurants. The idea is that, you know, people connect through food, and we certainly want to showcase both our history, our culture, and the friendship that people gain uh, through the dining experience. So come down uh, October 27th to November 12th. All three islands will be participating in Dine VI. Now, some of our listeners might not know what a Johnny Cake is. Enlighten them. Well, you know, every culture has their uh, version of fried bread. And ours is uh, a combination of flour, water, sugar, um, and uh, it, it's, it's a fried bread. Um, but it's like no other. I mean, you can have a Johnny Cake with some cheese, and that is, you know, our version of uh, a sandwich that will fill you up. Um, and we, we encourage people, you know, it's also known a Johnny Fried uh, Fish and Johnny Cake is a scrumptious 
this meal. Now, you know, if you want to be on the more healthy side, which we're, we're encouraging, you know. Uh, oh, we'll get to healthy in a minute. We'll get to healthy in a minute. <laughs> Beverly, tell us a little bit more. So you explained about the Johnny Cake. So I'm vacationing. I'm on one of the three islands. What are some of the other native delicacies that you want to make sure somebody coming to St. Thomas, St. Croix, or St. John wants to be sure to, to, to sample? We want to make sure that they have some local drinks. So, you know, try a mobby, which is a barked base um, uh, fermented drink. Um, we want you to try, um, you know, a, a passion fruit juice. We want you to try uh, a tamarind juice. We certainly want you to have a bowl of kalaloo, which is, you know, uh, a hearty uh, spinach-based. I mean, in, in olden days, we, it was more prevalent for us to use actually the kalaloo bush, which is harder to find these days. But there's a couple good people on St. Croix that have kalaloo bush. I'd love to take you with me. Um, but it's a spinach-based soup that has uh, seafood, and it certainly has salted pork, and has our local specialty fungi, which uh, for Americans, you might associate it more with polenta. It's a coarser grain of uh, cornmeal uh, rolled and uh, with a little butter okra. It's absolutely scrumptious. Uh, you can have kalaloo and, um, and with, with fungi. You can have fungi with fish. You can have fungi with conch. Um, you know, you certainly want to have some roast pork or some roast goat while you're in the Virgin Islands. But you know something? We just have a, a, an incredible spread of foods. You know, I, I definitely encourage everyone to have uh, some co fresh coconut water. Um, um, and, you know, and if you want to spike it a little, uh, Crucian Coke with the coconut water makes a real tasty drink. All righty then. So, okay, now those are the good stuff. Now for our friends who want to maintain that healthy lifestyle, what are some of the things you'd recommend that we sample? Well, you know, I, there's several restaurants and certainly um, we are encouraging more and more farm to table uh, experiences and uh, sustainable. So um, having uh, fish that are in season only served in, in certain restaurants, uh, Zion on St. Croix is a really good example. Um, they Their menu changes, 40 Strand, based on both of those restaurants based on fresh produce and really look into our farmers uh, for, uh, you know, the, them providing uh, the fresh, sustainable items. So, you know, you can have a healthy vacation. You can sample a little bit. I say everything in moderation. Everything in moderation. <laughs> in case you're just joining us, we're talking to Commissioner Beverly Nicholson Doty from the U.S. Virgin Islands. We're talking about the need to get away and have some fun in the sun. I need to go a little serious on you here because, as you know, in the news, there's this concern about the Zika virus and the fact that those mosquitoes are in the warmer climates mm -hmm. in the Caribbean. What, and as a U.S. territory, is there any concern for us coming to visit the USVI? Well, I think that you can rest assured that both with the local resources, our Department of Health, and also as a territory of the United States, the CDC is certainly a part 
partner with us. You know, we've had a three-prong approach to this. Mitigation, mitigation, mitigation yeah. is really important. You know, we have been working with our Department of Planning Natural Resources and our Department of Health, you know, making sure that we uh, treat any standing water because uh, to eliminate the breeding of mosquitoes, getting away uh, from your homes anything that could um, promote the breeding of mosquitoes. So mitigating is at the very top of the list um, in terms of uh, ensuring that we don't spread the virus. The other thing is education for the population. And so we have been very, very proactive in educating everyone from our our school children to uh, the community at large on how to keep yourself safe, you know, lighter clothing, making sure that you wear long sleeves, uh, a repellent. And then from a visitor standpoint, we have two options. We you, you we have a site called USVI Update, and it's a really it's a site if you are traveling and you have any concerns at all, it gives you a resource of information on how to protect yourself. And if you should have symptoms, you know, what are the things to do? But we also take it a step further. So if you come into an, uh, one of the airports in the U.S. Virgin Islands, we have our greeters that are, again, well-informed. They're well-informed on, on, on the Zika virus. They will give you a little pamphlet uh, to ensure that you can protect yourself. And they'll offer you a repellent bracelet that's uh, good for 10 days so that you can just keep your bracelet on as an added protection. So you can be stylish and safe at the same time. That's correct. Talk to us a little bit, Beverly, about the best times to visit. And you're like, there's no bad time to visit the U.S. Virgin Islands. So, But in season and what a tourist might expect to spend on a trip. Can you give us a range? Certainly uh, the peak season will be uh, between Christmas and Easter. Um, where most of our core market, the United States, is uh, in uh, their, their your Deep weather, freeze. yes, and it very inviting. So that's going to be uh, probably the the most uh, costly period to come. Um, but I really encourage people to look at those shoulder seasons, and we have off special offers throughout the year. Even this high season, we had a special some special offers off and on. Um, so you should look out for those specials at visit you. SVI.com. Go to that promotions page. You never know when you can get a special offer uh, that may be a limited time offer. Uh, just keep checking out that promotions page uh, so that, you know, you can take advantage of not just, uh, you know, traditional times where uh, pricing is lower between after uh, Easter and before Christmas, but, you know, throughout the year. And what we're finding now is that oftentimes we're busy as busy or busier in the summer because people are realizing that the weather is just, I mean, there's like an average spread of 10 degrees at most, you know, winter to summer in the Virgin Islands. So, uh, you know, it's always a great time to visit the U.S. Virgin Islands. And by and large, the islands tend to be spared some of the scourges of hurricane season, it seems. And we have been uh, extremely blessed in uh, the last uh, few years. and uh, But we also know that uh, preparation is good. And I think that one of the things that we have worked with our U.S. Uh, federal partners on is that as a territory we are extremely prepared and that we have rebuilt so strong that uh, that that has also aided in terms of uh, weather but we're always very blessed and thankful uh, when when we're spared from uh, any weather so 
we we hope that continues. Uh, Do we get this a lot year. of rain on the islands? I'm trying to remember. You have some seasons, uh, you know, the fall in periods of the fall uh, that you'll get uh, rain. Now, rain in the islands is different than uh, rain we in don't the right. We don't tend to rain all day. You may get uh, you know strong showers in the early morning, late afternoon. It is very unusual that you get a day that it rains all day. And with the water being surrounding the surrounding all of the islands, humidity shouldn't be that much of an issue either, even on those days when we do get rain. Yes, 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 yes. But I think that uh, one of the things that a little humidity is, I think it accounts for really great skin. Uh, so it's a part of the rejuvenation that you'll get uh, in the islands. But it's certainly not the humidity that I've experienced uh, sometimes when I've traveled to the U.S. in the in those in the, those dog days of August. <laughs> Definitely a good time to get out of town, Beverly. If no one else. If our listeners, if they don't remember anything else about our visit today, what do you want them to take away about their plans to come and see you and visit the U.S. Virgin Islands? I want them to take away that these are your islands in the Caribbean. You know, it's exotic, yet it's familiar. You've never left U.S. soil. You don't need a passport. And you will certainly experience Caribbean culture at its peak. And our website again, Beverly, is? Is visitusvi.com. Beverly Nicholson Doty, it is always a delight to spend some time with you. Con, it's always great to come here. And I'm, you know, I'm always excited to get to chat with you. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Perspectives is a half hour we produce with you in mind. If there's something you think we ought to be talking about, let me hear from you. Tweet me, my handle is condo29 on Twitter or leave a message on our Facebook page. We do appreciate your listening and hope you'll be back next week at this same time as we examine another perspective.